Hello and welcome to the Swim Brief. My name is Chris DeSantis. I am fresh off a trip, fresh off multiple experiences and right in the thick of preparing for a swimming of my own. So today on the Swim Brief, I want to touch on that a little bit because I've been promising people an update uh, swimming wise. And of course, I'm also for the purpose of this podcast, I wait for times when it feels like there is something to say that is more than, you know, just uh, recounting to you, you know, what I'm doing in practice. In fact, I'm probably going to do almost none of that. But um, I always like to talk about the more thematic pieces of it. The other reason why I'm talking about it today is I actually wanted to wait. I, I think when I did my first update, like you probably could hear, you know, I was just brimming with positivity. I think I was just coming off having some my first meet and I did so much better than I expected myself to do. So I was feeling really, really good. I am not feeling good about my swimming right now. And that is actually why I want to record that because I think these moments where you're not feeling very good about something, they are an opportunity. Um, it's an opportunity to actually document uh, what is going through your mind at that moment. And it'll help you have empathy for yourself in other moments. It'll help you have empathy for people that you work with. So, you know, to the extent that uh, I sound a little down and out about what's happening uh, part of that is me just trying to process it and work through it. Um, and I think any time that you are in a space where you're going after something and like you're gonna hit down spots, um, it's just, it's in fact even more going to happen when you really go for something ambitious because by necessity, when you're going for something ambitious, you are testing the boundaries of what you're capable of. And the only way to test those boundaries and the only way to know where they are is that sometimes you push past them, right? You, you um, come right up to the edge and you go, you know what, maybe I could just, maybe I could do some more than this. And you get the feedback that like, no, you can't. And believe me, I'm reaching that point more than ever, I was just on a phone call with somebody and I was saying to them, you know, they were asking about how the swimming was going, or maybe I just sort of volunteered talking about it. And because I have it in front of my mind today and I'm, I'm getting ready to do this podcast. And I said, you know, one of the, one of the old trite things that's going on here is that my mind is more willing to train for swimming than it probably ever has been in my entire life. And my body is not. <laughs> so, you know, I am really excited. Um, I'm really disciplined about training and I am just running into workouts where it's like, I'm getting very, very clear feedback that uh, there is just not further I can push that day. And, you know, this is one of the things that over the years, um, I have worked really hard on within myself because I started to notice it in the people I was coaching and that got my mind racing. Like, you know, what do you do? Um, because I remember when I was a swimmer, like there were a lot of situations where I, you know, butted up against 
sort of the edge of what I was capable with. And, you know, it's always fair to say, right, when you're butting up against the edge, like, yeah, could you improve your process, right? Maybe you're just butting up against the edge, the, the potential of the process that you're using, 100%. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. But on a local basis, like when you show up to do a workout, you plan to work out well, and, and your feedback you're getting is like, today's not a day to push it. Um, yeah, that is probably a sign overall to change your process. But I also, I used to be a lot more frustrated by that. Um, because, you know, the, the belief that I had was this is not fair, right? I could see that people were training harder than me or able to sustain more than me, or, you know, I could see that there were people that were faster than me. I wanted to beat them. And, you know, so I like, I really didn't want to hear it (laughs) that I was coming up against the limit of, of, you know, whatever process I had at that time, what, what its potential was, you know, I just wanted to plow right through that. And that doesn't work. Um, I think most of us know that, um, but we, we probably, either ourselves or in people we coach, we see a lot of people that just sort of grind against it and they stay in that space where they are super angry, right? They're angry. Like I was, you know, this is not fair. Um, And that, that creates, that creates its, its own cycle. And so I've been thinking a lot um, about how to, Uh, how to deal with that. Um, And one thing is, you know, I have over many, many years um, gotten my mind to or trained my mind to signal that when I am experiencing that kind of anger and that has an emotional energy to it, it has, has a certain level of motivation, but that my motivation shouldn't necessarily be to train hard locally. My motivation should be to assign myself the task of, you know, trying to analyze and and improve my process um, for going about things so that I don't just grind up as much against. So like I got in on Monday um, and, you know, I was really eager to train again because I, I didn't get to swim while I was in Minnesota. So it'd been, you know, it'd been a bunch of days um, since I'd gotten to swim and been actually been a full week since I'd gotten to swim. And, um, you know, so, so part of me, despite all other evidence, my just was like, well, I should be really great today. And I was just swimming and I was not great. I just didn't have it, uh, on Monday. And, and not only didn't have it in that kind of discombobulated feeling, that you have when you haven't swum for a little while and um, you know, you just can't really grip the water. Right. It was, I felt tired. (laughs) I felt tired. Um, And as I said, I've got a meet coming up here in two and a half weeks. Um, So (laughs) I'm one of the things that is just as an aside, when I say a meet coming up, because I signed up for my races yesterday. Um, in my first meet, I strained my groin a little bit, so I'm in a 50 breaststroke. Since then, 
Uh, I have not been able to train more than four consecutive 25s. Forget 100. More than four consecutive 25s of breaststroke. Uh, I entered the 100 breaststroke for this meet. I just, I just was like, I want to see where I'm at in a hundred breaststroke. And, um, that's kind of crazy now that I say it out loud, like, um, and I'm actually resisting that urge where it's like, okay, well, you better do some hundreds before you get there. Um, you know, suppose that wouldn't be a bad idea, but on the other hand, you know, you're always going to come up against events whether they be swimming events or otherwise in life where you just have to take a leap of faith you just have to say screw it let's see where i'm at right um and uh i i cross those thresholds all the time i mean you know, especially now that uh, I'm out of a team environment, I'm operating solo, I'm working on things myself. Um, you know, I have to offer my services to people all the time with no idea whether they're going to say yes. Because if I don't offer it, um, there's, there's, there's not currently you know, an overwhelming amount of people that just sort of like spontaneously come to me and go like, please, please, Chris, you know, save us. Right. Um, I have to actively look for situations where I know I can help and then offer to help. And then, you know, uh, walk through all the steps of that. And Every time I do that, I, I don't know whether I'm going to succeed. And so, you know, to bring it back to this 100 breaststroke, I I don't know that I'm not going to, you know, uh, be in a lot of pain 25 or 50 or 75 yards into this, um, that my groin's not going to hold up, that, um, you know, that I'm not going to bonk like uncontrollably. I mean, even when, even when I trained uh, 20 hours a week, I was not a good finisher in a hundred breaststroke. And now I'm definitely not training that much. Um, but I want to see where I'm at. And I think it's always important to see where you're at. We can be so, so scared of finding out where you are when in reality, like, not knowing where you are, I think, is is always worse than reality, right? Because especially if you're like me, if you're like the people that I coach, um, in those sort of uncertainty, those those patches of uncertainty, you can fill in a lot of worst case scenarios, right? I could fill in there that like oh man, I'm out of shape. I can't finish this race. I can't do this anymore, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, there's only one way to find out. And, um, you know, 
that's probably why I was in such a positive space after the last meet. Because what I was filling in to the spaces of like, oh, you know, uh, I don't really know what I'm capable of yet was obviously quite a bit worse than what I actually did. Now, most of the people that I coach are not necessarily coming up against that, right? They are, they are, you know, I, I work with a lot of athletes that, you know, their expectation, like for me, it was like, I expected myself to go 33 in a 50 breaststroke and I went 31. Most of the people that I coach would dream for a scenario like that. These are people who like, you know, expect themselves to go 445 in the 500 free and they're freaking out because they went 455. And what I've learned about that, because I'm, I'm dealing with that phenomenon in the sense that, you know, I got a free shot in the first meet i got a free shot because i hadn't swum competitively for years and i'd only been back in the water for a few weeks it was very very easy to slot into like low expectations for myself and then clear that bar right but you don't you don't achieve something really successful by setting your expectations low and then clearing that low bar that's not how it works and that's not why people end up coming to get coaching from me. They get, end up coming to get coaching from me because they are setting a really, really high bar. And the management of themselves around how they feel, um, setting that bar and all the situations that play out are starting to really wear on them. You know, and so I can feel that also wearing on me because, you know, I exceeded my expectations so much that my expectations for this next meet went way up, right? Um, like reasonably, you know, if somebody does a 31 in a 50 breaststroke, right? Um, And they really, really like, like cannot finish the race. You, know, you should be able to go under 110. I know there's some people listening to this who are like, okay, you should be able to go like 106, Chris. But you got to like translate this into almost 40-year-old guy uh, terms, okay? Um, finishing those races, it doesn't I – don't, I don't think it necessarily gets easier. Um, it can. But on average, it does not. Um, but my expectations are that I'm going to go a lot faster than one of that. Right? Um, and they, they, they vary all over the place. Like, I think if I had to pin myself down on this podcast, I expect myself to be around 103. I'm going to shave for the meat. I'm going to put a suit on. Those are both things I didn't do. Um, you know, I have all these other months of training on the, under my belt. Um, but then on the other hand, like that is a pretty high expectation for some bucko who can't do four twenty fives in a row. Like I, I'm going to have to dive off the block and do that in order to just record a time on 
on the other end of it. Um, and, you know, so that raising of expectations and, you know, the sense that, you know, I think your mind immediately goes to, well, like this ambitious thing that you're trying to achieve, it's going to require a lot of motivation, right? Like you're going to have to stay really, really motivated, really, really, um, you have to be on point, have to be, by the way, like I have a whole thing about the have to be versus want to be right. But like, that's such a natural tendency Get into that space. You start putting pressure on yourself. You start squeezing, you know, you just start wrapping your, your wrist around um, this goal that you have. And you start squeezing it. Like when I just squeeze it a little bit harder then, you know, some gold juice is going to come out. Um, and so I, I mean, I, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress um, when it comes to that. And uh, one of the things that I am working on in this regard, I got, um, a nice boost from uh, something I, I just briefly touched on in this podcast is um, my wife and I are both competitive athletes. So right now she's a runner. Um, I expect that, you know, at some point in life, she'll try her hand competitively at something else. She was a field hockey player in uh, college. She's done some triathlons. Um, and she ran the Broad Street Run. That's a, it's a 10-mile run here. And uh, we live in the suburbs of Philadelphia. She went into Philadelphia. She did uh, Broad Street Run. She did it a year ago. And uh, she improved her time by a couple minutes. And I could tell that she wanted to do a little bit better. In fact, I knew what her goal was. I think she wanted to break one hour, 22 minutes. And I think she went like one hour, 22 minutes and seven seconds or something. So she came up just short of the goal that she had set for herself. And I was like, you know, I was preparing like, you know, what she, what she, what's her reaction? And like, she'd be pissed. Is she going to, she seemed like she was in a pretty good mood. And I, you know, I asked into what was going and she's like, you know, I wanted to do better and I still want to do better. I still think I can do better, but, um, you know, one of the real mind F's of running is right. Like swimming. I've seen swimmers do this, but like swimming for the most part, you can't look at the clock and see how you're doing in the middle of a race. Um, you know, running now with like, you got like a GPS watch and it's pinging satellites and telling you what your pace is and all this stuff. She was like, you know, it can be real. Like you can start a long race like this and you can just see, what is going on? That sounds terrible. That would be terrible for me. I mean, if I knew how I was doing in the middle of a swimming race, I can't imagine in most scenarios that would be great. Um, a great, a great outcome for me. She just said, you know, I resisted the urge. She was like, and then I sort of gave out from resisting and I looked and I started to worry a bit, you know, like, oh, I'm going slower pace than, I want to be going. She said, but you know, 
I kept reminding myself how amazing it is just that I'm out here, right? Um, she's she's she and I are the same age, thirty nine, almost forty years old. Got two kids at home. Like just being grateful for the fact that you get to show up to an athletic competition and compete. Um, and I think that is one of the major advantages. And that is a tough, tough shift to make. If you're 17, if you're 18, or you're 19. But it's one of the paths out from this relentless pressure on yourself, from this relentless sort of self-infliction um, in order to motivate yourself because it gets you into that space of what is it? I'm like, <laughs> you're getting the thing you want. You're already getting the thing you want. It's okay to want more. That's fine. In fact, that's better than fine. I think it's great to want more. I encourage everybody to keep keep a high standard and set high goals for themselves. But have a system for categorizing getting what you already want. And be grateful for that. Right? Um, that's, sort of, that's sort of the space that I want to be in when I do this meet. Because... You know, I can start to just like set a million goals and and introduce all this pressure into it, or I can just be grateful that the, like I can still swim pretty fast. That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome that I can go to a pool and just rip like pretty close to the best I've ever done in my life. That's awesome feels great and it feels great to be able to go on a Sunday to a swimming pool and just find out how good I am I find out how good I still am find out where I'm at so that's my that's my overall training update that's how I am thinking about it as I shift out of this sort of pre-meet pressure rut, uh, hopefully into, into a better space as I get ready for this competition. I will be giving you guys an update. It's on the 21st. Um, if you follow on Instagram, you'll probably see some posts from that day, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be keeping guys updated and, and, you know, I'll be honest with everybody on this podcast about how it actually plays out on the day where, where my mind is at, because, um, you know, all things are possible. And the good thing is that no matter what, if, um, if I just go into it with an iron will, well, I'll have a lot of insight about how that happened. And if I don't, uh, I know that my mind will continue to work on this until it figures it out. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for um, being able to uh, go beyond you know, just what I'm doing in practice. All you know is that I haven't done 425 breaststroke. You have no idea what the rest of doing. 
Um, thanks to everybody for listening. Um, I am actively looking for people to coach right now. So if you have somebody um, on your team that you think would benefit from some of the things I've talked about in this podcast, um, or you can, you think they really can relate to some of the things I'm talking about myself. Um, then please, uh, send them to christycoach.com. You can fill out a contact form. I talk to people, uh, for free at the outset just to, you know, do a consultation and figure out whether I'm the right person. If I'm not the right person, like I actually am building a network of other people, uh, for other scenarios. So, um, I can probably help you find who it is too. And, uh, until then, I appreciate everybody. Instagram, Christy underscore coach, CD swim coach on Facebook, message me, write me, comment on anything that you want. And, uh, I'll see you again soon.